0: How's it going everybody? Welcome back to the Putback Show. My name is Owen and today I'm going to be doing part two of grading each NBA team's draft picks. Again, I'm doing off a tier list, S, A, B, C, D, and F. I already did D and F in another podcast that's out now, so make sure you go check that one out too. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the Putback Show. Um, and so let's get into it. So today I'm going to be doing the C and B tiers. And for my C tier, I had the Pacers, Hawks. Um, Thunder and Nets, and I'm going to start with the Nets. They got Noah Clowney, Derek Whitehead, and Jalen Wilson. Noah Clowney's a 6'10 forward. He's averaging 10 points, 8 rebounds. Um, This is a good pick, I think, because the Nets, they've been doing a little bit of rebuilding, or I think they're at least attempting to, and... I would do with him since he's playing small forward. I would just move him to power forward. He's 6'10", yet definitely has the size that it would maybe even center some places behind Claxton. But then they also got Derek Whitehead, who's a shooting guard. He's averaging really low stats. Um, Nets aren't really the best team for developing players. I know they had Joe Harris over the years, but, like, Kyrie Irving joined and left, James Harden joined and left, KD joined and left. Like, KD and Kyrie both wanted out of there pretty quickly. Like, they were a good team. I don't know why they decided to leave. So, clearly something's going on in Brooklyn that most people don't know about. But I don't think that the Nets are a very good team at developing players. So, I don't think that Derek Whitehead was a good pick for them. What I would do if I were him, I would probably trade him because he's going to be a third-string shooting guard behind Joe Harris and Cam Thomas, Seth Curry fourth string I mean they also got Jalen Wilson a small forward he um, would be like a fourth string small forward he's averaging really good stats um 20 points eight rebounds two assists they did I don't see how he's gonna get as much minutes being a fourth string but he's he has good stats but I don't think does it obviously they're not gonna carry over into the NBA because it's way more competitive and you're playing it's way better players So I think it'll be interesting how they decide to use those two players. But Noah Clowney, I see getting a lot more minutes, given the Nets don't have as good of a power forward. So I I can see him maybe even starting some games. So that's why I put them in the C tier. Moving on to the next team, I got the Thunder. They drafted Kaysen Wallace and Keontae Johnson. Caseen Wallace is averaging 12 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, and a block. This is just another guy adding to the young OKC roster. He's a second second option guard behind Shea, so I don't, I don't. He's definitely gonna get minutes, but I, I think that the Thunder are gonna and like I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if they were to trade away a good handful of their young guys to get some vet, because what they re- they're kind of like the Grizzlies. Young team kind of needs a vet to show them the ways. They got Chet, uh, all the Jalen Williams, um, Shea. They just have a young roster. Now they're getting Cason Wallace. And they got Keontae Johnson averaging 17 points, 7 rebounds. Who I th- I think that this guy was a steel draft. Obviously, he had that thing at Florida, which prevented him from playing a year. But he bounced back and went to Kansas State. And he played good there. Um, he's going to be playing behind Os- 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 Osume Dieng. Um, so he's going to be like a second-string small forward. So I see I see both of these guys getting a lot of minutes playing the second string on their depth chart. So I, I think that the Thunder are going to be better than last year. They were they were all right last year, but I see them being better because they've got two very solid players that can get rebounds, get points, distribute the ball. I just think that these are two very solid picks, but the only reason they're in C tier is because they just – it's I don't it's, I can't put them in the B tier with just the players that they got because there were better options on the board whenever they picked, so that's why I'm putting them in the C tier. The next team are the Hawks. They drafted Kobe Bufkin, Seth Lundy, and Muhammad Gui. Um, Kobe Bufkin's averaging fourteen points, five rebounds, three assists, two steals, and one block. So he's averaging pretty good stats all around. He can play some defense with his steals and his blocks, get some rebounds um, while playing shooting guard. But he's going to be a third-strength shooting guard behind Bogdan Bogdanovich, A.J. Griffin, and then him. So I think it'll be interesting how the Hawks decide to use him. The Hawks do have a lot of rotation. They use him, um, like, almost every player during the game. So he's definitely going to get some minutes. But I think that this was um, a sleeper pick that many people didn't know about because he's going to be sneaky while getting his steals. Like, he can, he's kind of like... Jose Alvarado, he gets his steals, he distributes the ball, he's very good in transition. So I think that this was a sleeper pick that um, people are sleeping on, Kobe Bufkin. Next player they got was Seth Lundy. He's averaging 14 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, and 1 block. Now, this was a good pick, but he's going to be 5th string on the depth chart behind Sadiq Bey, DeAndre Hunter, and Tyrese Martin. Um, so, I and Muhammad Gui, who I'm going to talk about in a second. Now, he, Seth Lundy's a good player. He can play shooting guard and small forward. So, they might want to move him up to shooting guard. He'll be like fourth on the depth chart instead of fifth on the um, small forward chart. But he also is averaging a steal and the block. So, he has a little bit of defense. Hawks kind of need defense. They're one of those mid teams this year, 41 and 41. So it'll be interesting to see where they end up using him, guard or forward, because he can really play both. Shoot the three, um, grab rebounds, distribute the ball—basically everything I said Kobe Bufkin can do. And now they got Muhammad Gui, who's a six eleven small forward. I they, whatever. I might be wrong about saying that Seth Lundy should uh was in fifth because they might move Gui to like a uh, power forward or maybe even center at times, because he's he's almost seven foot. Good build. He gets he averaged eight rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, and then just to throw on top of that, he has fourteen points. So it's gonna be uh he's a physical forward, he can get boards, um, points, and he can even handle the ball at times when he's needed. So I he's just gonna be a very good uh pick for them. They traded for him um during draft night. So these I think that these three guys were three good picks. But it's gonna be interesting the way they use them, cause the Hawks, they they kind of do rotation weird. Like they'll pull out all their good players, maybe putting like mid a mid ass roster at times, and then they'll put um, all the stars back in. Like it's just weird how they do it. So that's why I gave them a C tier, cause I don't know how much these guys are actually gonna get to play. The next team are the Pacers. They drafted Ben Shepherd, Isaiah Wong, Jairus Walker, and Mojave, Um King. Now they drafted three of these picks were four. Three of these picks were guards. So three out of four were guards. Ben Shepard's a guard. Isaiah Wong's a guard, and Moje King's a guard. I'd say that Isaiah Wong's the best of these guards because he's averaging 16 points, four rebounds, three assists. He he was on Miami. He's a vo- He made it to the Final Four. He's a vocal leader. He's not the best. He doesn't have the best stats, but he's a high. He's like a higher competition experience than these other guys. So. I, the only guard that I really see um, game-ready out of these are is Isaiah Wong. But they didn't need this much guard depth, which I'm going to go into in a second. Now, Ben Shepard averaging 19 points, 3 assists, 5 rebounds, solid stats again. But he's going to be really low on the guard chart, which I'll talk about in just one more second. And then J King averaging 9 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist. That's not that good stats for a point guard. He's only averaging 1 assist. And nine points. As a point guard, you need to be able to distribute the ball. Like here, Here's the Pacers guard depth chart. Tyrese Halliburton, TJ McConnell, Andrew Nembhard, George Hill, Chris Duarte. That's already five guards. And then you just have to throw three more behind them. That's an eight-guard depth chart, which is pretty high. So I think that they should either move some of these guys' positions around or just maybe even trade them away because I don't see why they needed eight guards on their team when they're lacking other positions. Then they drafted Jairus Walker, the power forward, which was much needed. Uh, he's going to be second string behind Bandic Matherin and maybe Aaron Naismith. We'll have to see how the summer goes. But he's averaging twelve points, seven rebounds, and two assists. So he'll just—they drafted too many guards, like I said. But I think it'll still be interesting to see how they decide to like move him around. Like maybe move some of these other guys to different positions. And that's why I put them in the C tier because they drafted too many guards. They should have drafted more forwards is what I would have done. So, yeah, that's why I put them in C tier. Now, that wraps it up for the C tier. So, now I'm going to be going on to the B tier. In the B tier, I had the Wizards, Blazers, Nuggets, Warriors, Cavs, Jazz, and Kings. And so, starting off with the Jazz, they they drafted Taylor Hendricks, Keontae George, and Bryce Sensabog. Taylor Hendrick um, was their highest pick. He averages fifteen points, seven rebounds, one steal, one block. I think that he's ready to start. He's a six nine um, small forward. He can score down low. He can shoot the ball good from anywhere, high percentage, uh, and he can distrib- He definitely can distribute the ball. He's one of the best passers I was seeing in college basketball this year. Then they drafted Keontae George, the shooting guard. Uh, he is averaging 15 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists. He's going to be backing up Con Sexton. He's a good ball distributor. But I think that he's going to get a lot more minutes because Con Sexton is kind of injury riddled at times. So I feel like he'll get uh, more minutes whenever he's out. And then they got Bryce Sensebog, the lights out 3 point shooter, small forward, 16 points, 5 rebounds. He's a reliable shooter. The thing in UT was 40.5% from the 3 this year. But the what the Jazz were lacking was poor defense and a go-to score. They they ha- had some really solid scores with Laurie Markinen, Walker Kessler, Colin Sexton. But I think that Taylor Hendricks is gonna step up and be one of those big time scores. I don't see it much in Keontae George, but I do see it more in Bryce Sensebaugh to be one of the top percentage catch and shoot players this year. He's gonna be, I feel like he's gonna be like a Joe Harris of the league, where you can just sit in the corner, catch the ball, and pop a three and green it. So I think that they got the go-to score part. I would say that all three all three of these guys could combine to create one go-to score. But they Taylor Hendricks brings a little bit of defense to the table with um, one steal and one block. He's a big, small forward that they might consider moving the power forward. So yeah, I think that um, they got a little bit of defense and they definitely got their go-to score. The next team I'm going to talk about are the Celtics they only drafted Jordan Walsh. He's averaging low stats in low minutes, seven points, four rebounds, one assist, one steal, all within 24 minutes. But the reason I put them in B tier is because he's only 18 years old. Like, he has a lot of potential and growing room. He played on Arkansas this year. Obviously, he wasn't the star of the team behind Anthony Black, but I think that the Celtics, I, they're good at developing players. I see them moving him to, like, a top player, like I think that they could boost his seven points to ten points, four rebounds to six rebounds, one assist to five assists. I just see them boosting his stats because the Celtics they uh, developed Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Robert Williams. Like they they got all those guys young and developed all of them and were made it to the finals last year and then the conference finals this year. So that's why I put them in the B tier. The next team are the Warriors. They drafted Brandon Podzimski and Tracy Jackson Davis. Now, Brandon Podziemski, many people didn't know who he was. I I kind of knew who he was, but I was still surprised that the Warriors picked him this high. But then doing a little bit more research on him, he's basically another Clay Thompson that they drafted. He's averaging 20 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, shoots 43.8% from the three, and 48.3% from the field. That's like lights-out shooting. Well, I think that they should do, and this might be a hot take, is to trade Clay Thompson. I know many people aren't going to agree with that, but when you already have, you've got Chris Paul, they have Steph, who they're going to keep. Clay Thompson's a free agent, so I don't know, I don't know why they would draft another lights-out shooter. They already have three. I mean, Chris Paul can kind of shoot, but I wouldn't consider him a lights-out shooter. And then they drafted Tracy Jackson Davis, who's averaging 11 points, one block, and five assists. He's a forward. Um, what the Warriors really needed was more size. All they really have is Draymond, who's a free agent now. So who knows where he'll go. And then Kevon Looney and Kuminga. So it'll be, they didn't really get much of their size. They got the shooting, which they didn't needed. So I, that's why I gave them a B because they didn't really draft what they needed. The next team is the Wizards, and the Wizards drafted Bilal And Koulibaly, and he's, um, he played on the Wemby's team in France. He's averaging kind of low stats, but I think that this was a very solid pick for the Wizards to start rebuilding. Now he's going to get to play alongside Jordan Poole, who's an electric young player as well. Um a student guard. I think that um, Koulibaly and Kispert, Corey Kispert, are going to be fighting for the starting spot this year because I see, I see it going either way. Kispert's obviously um, getting better now, but I just think that Bylaw was a good player to help them develop. The only reason I put him in B tier is because they only really drafted one player. I thought I would have thought that they would try to um, trade away some players to get more picks, um, to get more young guys. Is what I would have done, but that's why I put them in the B tier. The next team I got are the Kings. They drafted Jalen Slauson. Now, he's a good second option behind Keegan Murray. He's averaging 16 points, 7 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 3 assists. So, he's averaging solid numbers. He's going back to a Hungry Kings team that lost to the Warriors in 7. Um, so, this could just... this is I think that this is a good young guy, an electric player, that um, is going to get good um, playing time along De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is a good ball distributor scorer. He's basically just good at everything. And Jalen Slauson is kind of the same way. He's averaging two blocks, two steals. So he's bringing back some defense for the Kings. Um, that's why I put them in the B tier. Next team I got are the Nuggets. The Nuggets drafted Jalen Pickett, Julian Strother, and Hunter Tyson. Jalen Pickett's um, a second string behind Michael Porter Jr., which was much needed. He's averaging 18 points, seven rebounds, seven assists. So he's averaging monster stats. Um, Michael Porter... They definitely need a second option behind him, like a go-to second option without moving anybody out of position because Michael Porter chunks the ball up there a lot, gets benched. But that's why I think that he's going to be the second option behind him for sure. And then they drafted Julian Strother, the small forward, averaging 15 points, six rebounds, and he's going to be the third string probably behind Jalen Pickett and uh, Michael Porter. So I see him getting more minutes too. The Nuggets have a good rotation if they lose Bruce Brown these guys will get more minutes and there's Hunter Tyson who they also drafted a small forward averaging 15 points, 10 rebounds, two assists. He's going to be a second string behind Aaron Gordon. I'll move him to power forward maybe, but he's 6'8", maybe a little small for the power forward spot. But what they really needed was small forwards and they and they drafted two of them. So that's I think that that was a very good draft by the Nuggets. And maybe, who who knows if they'll they'll repeat. The next team I got are the Blazers. They drafted Scoot Henderson, Chris Murray, and Ryan Rupert. Many people, many people might be surprised why I put the Blazers in the B tier. It's because they drafted Scoot Henderson um, and Ryan Rupert, who are both guards. Obviously, Scoot Henderson was the best guard available. Um, he's a solid build. Maybe move him to shooting guard They already got Dame. Who knows what he's going to do in the offseason. And Franny Simons. So it'll be um, interesting to see what Dame does. Because if Dame moves or goes to a different team, Scoot will be the starting guard. And Rain Rupert um, probably going to be behind Dame, Scoot, and Anthony. So he's going to be at the bottom of the depth chart, averaging 6 points, 1 assist, and 3 rebounds. Now they also got Chris Murray, 20 points, 8 rebounds. He's going to be the second string if they re-sign Jeremy Grant. So that's... That's why I put them in the B tier, because they drafted two guards when they didn't really need the guard. They already have a superstar guard, Damian Lillard. They could have drafted, like, Scoot and been done with it. They didn't really need to draft Rain Rupert. So, that's why I put them in the B tier. Many people might be surprised at that, but yeah. The next team I got are the Cavs. The Cavs drafted Amani Bates, who people are saying is the next Kevin Durant. Averaging 19 points, 6 rebounds, and 1 assist. He's a 6'9, solid player that the Cavs needed. People are saying he's the next Kevin Durant. And what the Cavs needed was size and rebounds. And he brings all that. With was six rebounds. He's pretty good frame. Um 6'9 build, like I said. And I think that this is an electric player that the Cavs um are definitely going to use this season. Um this many people are calling this the steal of the draft. They've been saying it's either him or Cam Whitmore. I would say it's Amani Bates is the steal. And the only reason that they're not in the eighth here. Um, is because he's only averaging, like, one assist. If he were more of a team, like, I don't want to say, like, not he's not a team player, but if he were to average more assists, I would put them in the A tier because he's averaging 19 points and six rebounds. He didn't play for the best college school, obviously, but he's, he's still a very solid player that I see getting a ton of minutes this year and going to be one of the top scorers for the Cavs behind Donovan Mitchell and maybe potentially Darius Garland if he stays. So that wraps it up for the B tier. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to stay tuned for the S and A tiers, which if you were paying attention, it's only um like it's 11 more teams. And Some people know who they are. Some people don't. So stay tuned for that video. And thank you all so much for listening. And yeah, stay tuned.